Hey, Art. What up? Do you like to wear our shirts? I love shirts, especially when they're cozy and soft. Yeah. Do you think, uh, I think most, you're a dad. I'm a dad. We're dads. We like to wear shirts. I think it's a good gift for people like us um, to receive shirts. Because what else, what else do we really want? Like, right? Is there anything like that? Like when, you, when your wife asks you, what do you want for your birthday? Like, what do you, what do you say? I want a rad car themed shirt. This is truth. Absolutely. Like I own everything I kind of need. I mean, unless it's like some really sick suspension or some wheels from a car. That would be pretty amazing. But (laughs) outside of that, yeah, just give me some rad t-shirts. I mean, something I can just throw on with anything and be cozy and look rad. Yeah. Heel and toe apparel.com forward slash DWA will get you 20% off or just use the promo code DWA on checkout at a heel and toe apparel. Um, have you seen his new shirts? He has the spring shirt with the uh, flip flop sandals on the gas and the brake on the brake and the clutch. Those are super rad. And yeah. that one's pretty cool. And it's in a, it's a really, it's kind of cool green, kind of like a heathered green color. And then he also has a new um, manual shift, shift knob shirt um, in like a heathered gray. I really and, like that. You know what? Because like, it's it's very it's it is what it is it's like this is what we love shifter manual shifter like the pattern yeah. is cool but it's like definitely geeky like you have to know what you're looking at yeah, you know? yeah. whereas like that is like manuals bro it, yeah, yeah. It, it's a conversation starter and you know what it is right oh yeah for sure even like the the sandals right yeah it's like it's three pedals right there mm-hmm. he's not he's not messing around with that um and you know we've all driven in the summer we've all hopped in our cars and our board shorts and our flip-flops and and it's all good. So uh, I think this is the best present for the dads and grads in your life. Uh, you can't go, go to, wrong. You, can, you really can't. And they're really nice, really high quality shirts. Um, and he has hats and sweatshirts. So um, I encourage everyone to check them out and buy a couple shirts and hats and stuff. You won't be disappointed. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com. Uh, use the promo code DWA and uh, get 20% off your order. Thanks. Later. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, Hi. beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Lane. I'm Art. Whoa. Uh, where's everyone else? Where are they? Dude, it's just us today. So it's just Art and I. So if you hate Art and you hate me, then you're going to be really disappointed. Which some people might like. There, you know, There are people out there who just love to hate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the Howard Stern thing, right? Like, uh, people that like say they like Howard Stern listen to him for fifty-eight minutes on average. People that say they hate him listen to him for two hours on average, or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, all you haters out there, holla. Um. I'm known as this big hater, and I don't know if I deserve that. You know, this lane hate hashtag. It's just. People love right, it though, dude. see? They love the hate. Lane love. <laughs> Hashtag lane love. Dude, that's been that's been happening lately. It has been. Dude, I feel like I have a spider in my nose or something. You probably think, do. Oh. 
I think there's some fur on my uh, microphone. All right, I have a question. We're, we're doing a Thursday show, so we're answering some questions. I got a question here ahead of the show. Uh, what would be worse, spider in your nose or spider in your ear? Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, a spider in my nose would go to my brain. I think the same thing happens me. to your ear. Ear would go to my brain. Oh, ear would definitely be worse. Yeah. Right? I guess because the nose, I, the nose is like it. a passage I can kind of get out, probably. Yeah, you flush it or something. Yeah, I can flush it or something. The ear is gnarly, dude. <laughs> it's just stuck there. There's nowhere for it to go either. It's like I can, oh. like it's like crawling on your eardrum. <laughs> I'm shiver I just got goosebumps right now. I'm shivering. This is not fun, guys. If you only knew. Um, so yeah, this is a Thursday show. Art posted and asked for some questions from our readers i'm going by top comments is that the correct thing to go for we should go by newest first uh top is fine fuck it all right let's go top comments for some reason porsche hobbyist is the top comment maybe because it got two likes for some reason he says lane's been on a roll lately with his youtube vids what does he like about doing them so i guess what he means is that i've been doing these uh off the cuff things that get tens of views um <laughs> i don't know it's just something i, I basically do them because i want our channel to be to stay active and uh they are kind of fun just kind of it's giving like a little kind of update on what's going on and stuff like that so i try and do it when i have some kind of something to say basically i mean sometimes i don't have anything to say and i'm just rambling and that's usually what it is but uh i don't know just kind of fun to kind of put it out there and um just keeps our youtube channel kind of relevant and alive um for a while there you know a couple years ago we were doing these like more high quality videos and a lot of them got a lot of views, you know. We have a couple videos in the, I don't know, 300,000 view range and stuff like that. But those are so much work. So it's kind of it's kind of fun to do these little videos. Like I did a little backyard tour the other day. My brother's working on the cars and stuff. Yeah. In podcast studio. And that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, it's just something to do and something to, you know, just creating content for our pages, really. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to find that cherry spot, though, to see what actually takes off, right? Like, with that, uh -huh. with minimal effort, too, yeah. right? Like, it's you want to throw stuff out there and see what sticks. Yeah. Because, I mean, as you're saying, like, the videos that you guys were doing, this before my time even, like, early on, yeah. were really high-polished, like, super well put together. When you see you guys, you mean the I was putting together. Yeah. Oh, well, Elaine was putting together, exactly. So, this was year one of DWA or so, um, of at least the podcast, uh, and... I mean, they look killer and I think that's what made them attractive and, you know, and they were, the content was really good, but yeah, it's, as you said, I mean, it's, it's so much work to shoot and edit. It's crazy. Dude, the editing is the craziest. I mean, and shooting takes like, it'd be like a full day or, you know, a couple, couple half days of shooting. And then, and then that's like not, that's just the first part of it. And then you have like so many hours of editing Yeah, and you end up with this piece, you know, like the last big video i made was um phil of brzo his oh, jaguar yeah. e-type it's yeah. a 61 e i think 61 or 62 whatever it is but flat series floor. one flat floor e-type uh convertible jag like beautiful car i think it sold for 250 and or something like that um but yeah we did that video it took us a whole day of shooting and that's actually one where uh, warren and brian came with me and helped 
and our friend Jeff Hayford came and helped and we shot for a whole day. I edited forever, put it together. And that video still only has like 4,000 views. Yeah. And it was like, that was kind of like the nail in the coffin almost. You're like, really dude? Like, I don't know. It's not like, and it's not like the monetary, it's not like the money we're getting out of or anything. Like I, I can give, I can give, I don't know. I don't really care about that, but when only 4,000 people see it, it's just like, was that really worth it? You know, like, yeah, you just, want it to be appreciated. And like, yeah. And it's funny. And then I do like, um, you and I did went to lift three and I shot this iPhone. I did an iPhone video on the way down. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and that video has like over 20,000 views. You know? <laughs> you're yeah. like, Oh, okay. So you can do that and you can get just as many views. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And then I have like our, I think our second most popular video is just a roof that crashed a Porsche roof. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting the whole landscape of that. And you see all these blogger kids out there that get so many views. So, um, YouTube's definitely not a quality thing, but I feel like the off the cuffs are kind of like a little bit of a podcast, you know, it's like a yeah. small little snippet. It's like a project update in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a little behind the scenes stuff that's going yeah. on, connecting the dots really yeah, between yeah. all the stuff. Exactly. So I'd like to do more of that, like, um, kind of stuff we do like events and stuff or, you know, at a Radwood and stuff like that. So yeah, I think I'll continue to do those. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like basically a story that's a little more permanent, right? Like an Instagram story. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Coolio. Uh, so Jay Jenks Bauer asked this question here. You can only own one car. Oh boy. And it has to be diesel powered. <laughs> can be sold in any market any year. What do you choose and why? Uh so diesel, hey, there's a bunch huh? of Euro stuff that we got that we didn't I get. Know. I'm trying to think. Oh, like how about yeah, they, they made like M five diesel, right? Um, hmm. Dude, I don't know. I, like... I want to go like truck, dude. I want to go like like, but any car. See, that's the thing. In one car, it's the only car, right? Wait, it's the only car you can have. You can only one only own one car, and it has to be diesel powered. So, like, I mean, I love I love to like do all this Canyon Carby shit, right? Like, I mean, because my mind immediately went to like a like a diesel powered like land cruiser or something right where i could just take i can go anywhere they're yeah but that can't be your only car because you like to drive exactly but it can't be my only car Uh, i can't think of i mean i guess maybe maybe like an e an e28 bmw they came in diesels i don't know how good that diesel is there's a 524 i think is that what that one is a turbo yeah yeah i know the mercedes w123s are dogs Mm -hmm. i've never actually never driven a turbo one though I've e- driven a non-turbo, which is off. Oh, dude, no, yeah. The E28 is a good call. I mean, that can be really fun, and there's a lot of a lot of aftermarket suspension stuff, and you can probably put some good power. Makes maybe power. put a bigger turbo on it or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know how that works. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's early, right? So, like, because with the with the new cars, you can like do a lot of software stuff to them to like really tune them to. I mean, increase boost. Yeah, injectors or yeah, is it injectors? <laughs> I mean, you can always go with like a bump that up. <laughs> I don't know, like a newer 335i or something. I mean, those are pretty quick and stuff. Oh, the D? 335D? Yeah, 335D, sorry. But would you really want that as your only Dang. car? Yeah, and it's Kinda also like... vintage, right? But then vintage stuff is so slow. Mm. Old diesel stuff. And it's also just like, the, they sound so bad. And, and the like responsiveness You can't rev them, them out. Like, yeah. it's just like such a... Like, I don't like that experience, right? Like No. Hmm, that's a tough one. 
They have to be a turbo too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the turbo like compensates. So for we all have, that. yeah. It looks like we have some flexibility there, which helps. Uh, I'm going like, dude, like, I, w- I almost want to apply like race car technology because like you know how they did the R, uh, the R8. Or what was it? The R8 TDI. Do you remember the race car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lamar car. Yeah. Um, like they they managed to pull it off. And it's they not won. R8 though, right? It's the it, uh, what R. Is it? I don't know. Whatever. But yeah. But F they, or F. I don't know. Whatever that thing is yeah. called. But like, it seems like there's potential to make. But I, but again, it's like it's not going to have the same characteristics as an as a gasoline motor, right? right. Uh, it could be fast. And can I just go E28 with a 335D swap? Damn, that's a good call. That would be really cool. And a manual transmission. Damn, can you imagine how fast that would be? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, that would be a fun car. That's and that wild. engine probably revs pretty decently. Like, because I know my TDI, you know, they revved all right. Yeah. Like, they rev pretty quick and stuff and fairly responsive. But the yeah. turbo had a lot of torque and stuff. So, modern diesels definitely are, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one, though. You have anything? Dude, I'm like really stuck. Yeah, I I can't think of anything like that would be appealing. But I I mean, it sucks because like it almost feels like I have to choose the one that comes to mind and then I could just like borrow like cool yeah, cars. Yeah. You so know? yours is just like a lamp. I'll do like a turbo. Yeah, I, I, or maybe even earlier, like do like a... Actually, no, I'll do because it's my only car and I'll be able to do like some cool like off-road stuff. But yeah, like a turbo diesel, like what is it? The FJ80? The 80s one? Yeah. Yep. Or... Yeah, something like that. Like, just okay. they can be super cool with graphics and go all yeah, yeah. in that realm. Cool, dude. And then borrow Jay Jenks Bauer's sports car. Yeah, dude. That's a that's a depressing question, I think. <laughs> dude, I know there's like there's like a bunch of cool little hot hatch, well, like hatches in Europe, like the Peugeot two hundred seven looking things. Yeah, with these old turbos. I, I don't know. So, um, OMG Hugh Ross says for a car that absolutely must have a front plate for whatever reason, how do you feel about the tow hook front plate mounts? I know they can look a bit ricey and it depends on what car they're on, uh, but oh, wait car, but there are some cars where the plate otherwise dominates the front end. And I feel like moving it off to the side is lesser of two evils. Uh, what do you think about that? Toe hook mount absolutely has to, huh? I I think there's a place for them, but I do think they always look very awkward. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things you probably I could see like screwing it on when you park in a parking lot or something like that. If you know that parking lot tickets, or if you're parked on the street in San Francisco or something like that. Yeah. So I've I I never rock license front license plates, and I I just get the tickets and I you know deal with it. It's a fixed ticket, but um. With uh, the front plate thing, um, you can be super creative. If you have ways to access the back of the bumper, you can put a magnet back there. I've seen that before. Um, so you can just do a magnet, you know, piece. And um, and uh, as you said, you know, when you have to park it somewhere where you might get ticketed, go that route. Um, the other thing that has been done to one of my cars when I bought it was um, an E36 M3. And the guy had put 
the uh, very high bond 3m double-sided tape on it on the back of the plate and just like stick it on and then pull it back off and it's just enough to hold on even after multiple times and then after a while when it wears out you just redo it and then you can just stick it to that center plastic piece i know you can't do that with all cars because you have paint <laughs> uh but to answer his question with the side with with the tow hook thing there's only one car that i've seen that that kind of works on and it's on an na miata um i remember when i you know i was deep in the miata scene some guy actually used to make them and you would sell them and it's it's kind of understated uh and it doesn't dominate the front end that's Let's the thing see. so um but yeah you can take take a look at that um of course he blocked off his license plate <laughs> yeah yeah and they're kind of slanted too so it's like a little better yeah that works see how it's like off and to it what doesn't because it also the miata has that big grill this you know the big oval grill so your eyes go there and not to the plate yeah yeah exactly yeah that's kind of cool but also the hard part is that a lot of times they kind of stick out because cars yeah. are curved at the front mm -hmm. so when you have it offset it's straight it's on like a, a flat plane yeah and it and it like kind of sticks out far or it looks kind of lopsided like tweaked yeah you know, it's hard to get it perfectly straight and right stuff and but it's definitely like the enemy on is definitely a car that you do not want to put it in the front because it's like right on the nose there which is like perfectly yeah, yeah. rounded and smooth like yeah. talk about like something that sticks out or like it's just it's so unnatural yeah otherwise you end up drilling into the bumper which I, I think that's a good option though really i mean who cares how it looks really at that point because at least you're not fucking fucking up like the aesthetics of the actual car and you could always you could take it off and it's stuff, the, yeah it's know? detachable that's it's deep. a nice detachable way to do it um yeah. i think there's probably more elegant ways to do it though where you could like you, you know clip make some kind of mount that that i don't know yeah, kind of goes in a more natural place because the tow hook always, isn't always the best place on cars right or i'm thinking you know like i feel like i've seen fox bodies where they've mounted them like like down low mounted low looks better yeah Yeah, like down low like oh, almost like you could go over like you know like off to the side because it's mm -hmm. a flat area you know like like something yeah I don't but it know depends on the car as you're I don't saying know on a fox body if that works but as you're saying it really depends on the shape of the front end but then a lot of cars if you don't have a front plate they have a big old weird area for a plate too yeah Maybe that's what he's talking about. I guess, we, yeah, it would be great to know what car it is. But I guess we do agree, though, it is a good solution, especially because it's not permanent, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and you're not drilling holes into your into your car, right? Oh, you know, it's a big... I was behind a car the other day. It was like a, I don't know, like a new Buick or something, so who cares? But um, at the dealer, they'll, they'll drill into the back for the bumper, you know, the bumper or whatever, yeah. the area for, for a plate. Um and this was on the bumper, so it was the the it was the back on the bumper area. So they drilled the two holes, and the the plate was just like so crooked. Oh, it's brutal! So they drilled like, the ah, holes wrong, dude. So they drilled the holes wrong. Ah, that really sucks. So bad. That's brutal. Because I know at Subaru, when we get like when I worked at Subaru for ten months, ten years ago, um, it had the smallest little like kind of divots mm -hmm. and you would like screw you would just you wouldn't even have to drill it so they're there you just yeah, use like the these self these big you know screws i gave you like self-tapping yeah you just screw into it that's, that's um nice. so i imagine they just missed that mark yeah yeah just just some 16 year old kid who just yeah <laughs> dude care. so bad dude that's brutal that's up there with like uh that's up there with seeing the big the badges on the back of the car from the dealer 
like crooked badges you mean no, just oh like, just like 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 weatherford bmw yeah, yeah, or something exactly. yeah yeah bmw all... san francisco just puts a little die cat decals yeah sticker which yeah. i can't believe people anyone leaves us on it's super easy to remove yeah. but uh, some companies especially back in in like the midwest and stuff and in the 80s and 90s they would pop rivet badges on yeah yeah like, pop that. rivet them on yeah and then you see rust around those it's so it's bad so bad yeah and they and and speaking of pop they were like three-dimensional big badges yeah. that would you know, stick yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not, and they didn't fit. They didn't match like fonts or anything. So yeah. it was like totally out of place on this car, right? Right. Yeah. Horrible. So Heaven and Florin. Is it Haven and Florin? He I don't think we corrected asked. us once. Remember he wrote it? Oh, he did sent he? us like a care package and he told us how it was pronounced. Was it Heaven or Haven? And it totally went over our heads. <laughs> <laughs> it looks I mean let's call it Haven. Uh Haven and Florin. I picked up an E forty six wagon with a factory five speed rear wheel drive. Oh rear wheel drive. That's Interesting. Rare. That's very rare. For dirt cheap. The interior is disgusting, almost as bad as the are done. Should I make the interior nice and restore it as nice as a day um as a nice daily, or should I say screw it and gut the car, make it into a dirtbag track wagon? Whoa. I would make it nice for sure. Yeah. I think that's easy enough to find um interior bits for. I would imagine like the whole front of the car is just the same as any sedan. Mm -hmm. The back doors are probably the same as a sedan, maybe. Hmm. Door cards, I don't know. I don't know. And but I they wonder... made enough wagons. It's just not all of them. Yeah. Are, there are many. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of those cars are those cars are turning up in junkyards now. Yeah. So parts are cheap. Yeah. I mean, does, does he have a daily? Oh, because he he drives a Z3M. He has right? Z3M. Is that his only car? Probably. So he probably has this and that. So this is going to be his daily. But he's also in like, like he's doing like apparel and accessories and stuff. Like he wants something to carry shit in. Yeah. And make it nice. Yeah. Make it nice. Yeah. Especially a rare one like this one. That's yeah. Nice and car. that's not the best track car anyways. It's know? definitely, yeah, not. Those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we're doing a switch back and forth. So I'll go with the next one. Nicholas, <clears throat> um, Nicholas Roach says fail or mega fail. Uh, North American plates mounted on top of Euro plates on an otherwise nice car. Ooh, so he's not giving us an option there. He's just saying it's like bad no matter what. And I think you're correct. Yeah, dude. I don't get it. Like, it's like, yeah, sure. You went and did Euro delivery. That's yeah. what they're showing you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's that, it's not the Euro plate. It's the one with the orange corner. Yeah. So it's showing that they picked it up in Europe. Uh -huh. But like. I mean, and it's not that cool. No. And it's like, if you're going to do that, I'd say, um, maybe for display at like a little car gathering and remove the California plate and just leave that one on, but just like stack. Yeah, but do you top. really want plates and upon plates? I mean, plates are bad to begin with. It's not like, yeah, just cause the Euro ones thinner and wider doesn't make it better. I mean, yeah. they all suck. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, I, I see how they are for better, some cars. But... It fits better. That, well, it, it, okay, the provision... it does fit better, but not when you put a plate on top of it. No, it's terrible. So you're making this big cross. It's horrible. Yeah. It looks like you're stacking shit on top of your car and it's like, yeah, it's so You weird. are. That's exactly what you're doing. Exactly. That's what it looks like. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. It's a mega fail, dude. Mega. Uh, Vlad Hooligan. Thinking of getting 17-inch Corsa Steelies for my E39 instead of the stock alloys. I really dig the look of the widened Steelies. Excuse me. My only concern is the increased unsprung weight from 24 pounds to 32 pounds on each wheel. Question to you. How much does form weigh on function? Prefer the answer to start with yes or no. Wait. So he wants a no yeah. I'm saying function first. <laughs> yeah, function first for sure. The, although... 
E39 is, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, if he's thinking of getting big steelies, he's probably just a cr- cruising, right? Set, they're not that big, 17s. That's like, on an E39, that's almost like the size wheel you want. Yeah. 20, that's a lot of, that's a big weight difference though. Dude, and here's my thing with those. Like, I've seen them on a few cars. Like that guy, uh, what's his name? Xander has that M, I think his name's Xander. He oh, the, the yellow? Coupe with the yellow the red with the yellow steelies. But like, I guarantee those steelies are like way more flexy than a than a good alloy too. Hmm. You know, like they're not going to be as good of a wheel. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know any these wheels at all. Corsa steelies. I think that's those same ones, right? Oh, yeah. I would guess. Yeah, I mean, unsprung weight does suck. I mean, it, you're definitely, especially if you're even like if it's just a daily driver and you're driving on shitty roads, like it really exacerbates all that because uh-huh. you're adding additional rotational weight on on something that is unsprung. So you're gonna feel a lot more vibration, a lot more harshness in your suspension, um, like as it crashes through all that shit. Right? It's more just, stuff. Yeah, and I just don't think steel wheels are gonna be like as good for a really like if you're gonna drive it hard definitely not <laughs> um, so, i see what you mean you have more deflection and yeah. that kind of thing um i don't know if you would notice that dude even a chromoly bicycle compared to like an aluminum bicycle or you know it has all this like flex like you can feel a chromoly bicycle yeah. flexing around all the steel as opposed to like is maybe the, lu- the lugging isn't that good man i just like saying lugging yeah you like lugging <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um i don't know I mean, yeah, it depends what you're doing. You're probably just cruising, then who cares, you know? Yeah, it's not like that, that weight thing. difference. And that, what's the difference? It was 28 to 32? Uh, 24 to 32, so uh, it's 8 pounds. pretty big. Uh, um, so, yeah, basically he's, I mean, it's also, you know, if, if you're driving the car hard, you also have more, more the, the rotational weight's going to make your braking worse and also go through your, you're going to go through more brake pads. But it's an E39. He doesn't say what model or what i guess i yeah. can click on his instagram account and see but it's private nice whoa he's got a lot of replies from people <laughs> um but uh yeah for reference on the custom steelies and far from grooving he like had us click on or he suggested we take a look oh i see yeah they're super deep like really deep dish yeah which is like, like uh, yeah i mean they're cool but I, I don't know like on a modern car it doesn't really kind of flow with me yeah me either and i think Especially on an E39. I think, I think you kind of want, like, I think the biggest you want is probably, like, 16s and steel wheels. And I think you want them on a smaller car, older car. I don't know. But that's all aesthetic stuff. So, if you, like, if you dig the way they look and you're not, like, driving your car super hard, then sure, go for it. And check this out. Stephen Powling answered, I replied to him and said, I heard they're closer to 40 pounds. In that Whoa. case, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that gets a little crazy, right? Yeah. Dude, you can go the other way and get like, you know, 17 pound wheels and like really, you know, mm-hmm. and make the car even feel feel more lively and yeah, if you want to change wheels. Um, All right. So I'm going to go to Kyle JF90 or no, it's Kyle F or yeah, JF90. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, worst car movie ever that does not have Vin Diesel in it. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, because there was a question before that, I think. It got, yeah, because we did it by top comments. Yeah. Instagram, you suck. Whatever, it still works. Okay. Right. So he's basically saying uh, the worst car movie ever that, yeah, that 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 uh, Vin Diesel was not in. Okay. <laughs> so just worse. So like newer Fast and Furious, or no, all the Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. are out. Worst car movie. 
Well, we were just talking about the new Herbie Love Bug. I didn't I see it. Was that pretty bad? Eh, whatever. It's not the worst car movie. Uh, oh, you know what's really bad? Is one with Sylvester Stallone where he's the indie driver, or he? Yeah, is he the indie driver? Oh, or does he like own the team or something? Dude, yeah, that. Yeah. No, he's like the old racer, right? What the hell was that thing called? Driven. Is it driven? driven? And his so. And Grant, I saw it at the movies, I remember, and I was kind of entertained, actually. It's an awful <laughs> movie. But I do, like, his girlfriend is in the pits. She just jumps on the mic, like, jumps on the headset and oh. starts, like, telling him what to do in the race. Oh, wow. It's the most e- unrealistic bullshit. <laughs> and the one dude, like, takes the car and he's driving over the manholes, remember? And they're, like, flying off. Damn, I and don't remember. The girl's skirts are like their dresses are flying up because he's driving by on the. Oh. It's pretty, it's pretty horrible. So yeah, I guess that's my that that'll be my answer. Although there's tons like this new Scott Eastwood movie, or I don't Which know, one? it recently came out on DVD or whatever. However you watch your movies, I was I watch it streaming somewhere. I don't know what it's called. New newer Scott Eastwood movie where they steal all these cars. It's kind of like Fast and Furious style. Hmm. They're like working for this bad guy and stealing cars for him. And it's really bad. Yeah, there's one that I'm, I just, for the life of me, cannot remember the name of. Super B-movie. Uh, but it's basically the same idea, you know? It's like street gangs and like all this kind of yeah, thing. Uh, but just, uh, dang, I cannot remember. There's, I remember there's one where some kid like has to move with his dad, live in the valley or something. And he starts working on these Hondas. And they, they go like street racing or something. Dude, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Really? Actually. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and there's a bad guy, of course, and he's, like, really bad and, like, tries to, like, wreck him and stuff. Yeah, dude, I think that's the one. I can't remember the freaking name, though. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm looking up that Scott Eastwood one right now. There's so many, dude, like the Red Line and, like... Yeah, I think just, there like, is a Red Line. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, Street Racer and, like, just stupid shit. So, um, Scott Eastwood was in The Fate of the Furious, but his movie that I'm thinking of... It's crazy. It's Oh, it's Overdrive. <laughs> 2017's Overdrive. Damn. It's really bad. Um, I'd encourage you to watch it just because it sucks. So, all right. Asphalt Wars, dude. Asphalt Wars. Oh, I've never seen Asphalt that Asphalt Wars. Can that's I the one it? that I, I... Dude, that's the one that I was thinking of. It Can is I, really, really bad. Can I stream uh, it somewhere? Uh, maybe, dude, but it's it's fucking terrible. And um, I know what the the, head, the lead guy... Uh, the Whoa. Well, he was the, the head like antagonist in the movie. Uh, it's It was filmed all right wait, here. Oh, wait. Oh, is that the one that shot like on... It's like a, it's like a kid's movie. Or it's like... It was shot at like the Watsonville Airport and like all around here. Whoa, the check. That's low. That's like low budget. Super low budget. We're not talking B. Well, this is like a C movie. <laughs> it's not a B movie. Um, it's it's great. That All I know is the picture on IMDb is like the resolution is gnarly low. It's, um, and it was like probably like editing. In the tradition that. of Fast and Furious. You got to see the, this. The, is- the, the girl's like, um, like. She's definitely like a friend of a friend because she would never be in a movie as like the lead, like the people on the cover. You're like, really, dude? Yeah, you got this. Is this is it for me? Asphalt Wars. Look it up. Uh, it is really, really bad, but it's hilariously bad. 
and, and Vin Diesel's not in it. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel's not in it. And I love that it's a lot. They do the whole recycle, recycled shot or recycled scene. Uh-huh. So it's like the same exact scene. Like for like oh, when he's, like, trans, when he's yeah. going from one place to the other, the same revving of the attack. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. That's cool. Um, this guy, Overlanding Dad, says, I don't have a ton of wrenching experience and recently rebuilt the front axle and replaced front brakes, rotors, and pads on my 1994 Land Cruiser. Now I'm filled with confidence for bigger fixes. What is the largest repair you have ever attempted and or completed on your vehicle? Oh, yeah, we talked about this one before. Yeah, I kind of answered that. Um, I pulled the motor... Mm, trying to think of what I did like by myself more pulling the motor on my 914 and like doing the heads and stuff that's probably the biggest <laughs> I've done on my own mm. everything else was like with my dad's help and stuff like that so pulling motors on 944s and stuff like that I painted cars taking them all the way down taking doors off and taking everything you know hoods and chunks yeah. and taking all the trim off and, and painted cars that's that's like crazy amount of work. Yeah, that's my number one. I mean, I guess it, he, he said largest repair. So like uh, uh, the yeah. cars that I painted, like I guess I I needed to repair some of the body work, and they had body damage or or just like you know dents and things, and maybe even some rust. But um, yeah, just painting is the most laborious thing I've ever done. Um, I've done like head gaskets and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, which are kind of daunting. I mean, it's just because you have the timing thing, you know, especially if you have an interference engine, you're yeah. never, you know, you triple the check everything and all your timing marks. And... Dude, I put my uh, 928. I did like 180 off. Oh, <laughs> when to start it wouldn't start, but it's not an interference motor. So you would have co- that would have been it. 944 would have been done. Yeah, but I was would have collided. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, in Joe Paulo 68, so. Joe, who's on the Sunday show, uh, he says, "What is the best part about the pick and pull or junkyard experience?" I don't know what tacos, uh, dude. I actually really like just like like cruising and like it's like um I like, like a like treasure a, hunting, treasure hunting. Yeah, yeah, that's it's just like going through and like you know finding that one rare car or yeah. that one that has the freaking parts that you need. It's so it's so fun to do that, and I actually do kind of miss it, like because yeah. you know the current cars that I have. Like, I can't really find parts for in a junkyard. Yeah, um, SECs, dude. The SEC, I, I mean, you, your brother saw those too. And yeah. I'm like, dude, get all those switches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, like, yeah, that's that's definitely the funnest thing for me. It's just it's just the, the thrill of, like, going out there and hunting for stuff. Yeah, I went with my brother and dad, like, last year, I think. And it was kind of fun. I wasn't looking for anything. So I was, it was fun just to be kind of, like, not have to work but yeah. cruising through and i had my phone i was just taking pictures of cool cars like yeah. just car spotting basically in a junkyard like that 924 martini was there and there was like some cool like three old uh 300 zx's like 80s yeah ones, Z31s that's the best yeah like just finding that yeah like those kind of like gems that don't even belong there right like it's like damn like look at this thing like kind of a bummer you yeah know? but uh but also i mean there's something about like just being surrounded by all these machines that's cool like you're just like walking around you have all this mechanical stuff everywhere and like i don't know it's just kind of it's it's a, the cool the vibe of just the ambiance right of being immersed in, in, amongst all this shit is super cool yeah for sure i dig it for sure let's see so danger to manifold canadian here hey 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 is it worth waiting five years to import a b7 audi rs4 avant wait 
Oh, RS4. B no, he's talking about not a B7. Oh, yeah, because we only got the sedan, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the B5 is the one that you can import, actually, now. Yeah. Or should I buy an S4 Avant? Will I miss the extra 80-ish horsepower and higher red line of the RS? P.S. I'm digging the amount of lane hate in recent episodes. Oh, sweet. I'm, I'm, I didn't know I've been hating that much. <laughs> A little extra hate there? Whoa. Um, I, I mean, Wait, does that mean I'm not hating enough or a lot? Or oh, hate? yeah. We don't know, right? We just know the it's amount. Just the amount is good. Hmm, so we have to judge ourselves. Mm, okay. I'm assuming that it's... it's, it's well, you know enough. me. I'm a big lover of Canada. So. Canada is cool, man. Canada. Have you been to Canada? Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. You went to uh, race there, F1? Race? I went to the F1. I've been to Toronto and that other, that French city up there. That other one? Uh -huh. <laughs> Where the race is? Montreal? Montreal, yes. Actually, I drove from Toronto to Montreal. It's a very beautiful place. Nice. No, it is a very beautiful place. Uh, so to answer his question, I mean, like, the, the beef... The B7R is four. I mean, dude, he's saying he's going to wait five years for one. No, you don't want to wait five years for a car. Just, yeah. like, you can buy that in five years. But, yeah. But I think um, he wants to buy an S4. RS4. So he wants an Avant no matter what is what he's saying. He wait, needs a wagon. Right. But it's also a different looking car because they have the flares, remember? Yeah, so it's yeah. like a way burlier looking oh, car. Yeah. Like, it's not like a standard S4. Dude, it has, like, the gills and everything yeah, in the bumper. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's They're really super cool. cool. Um, but so I think, yeah, I yeah. think you just buy the S4 for now as like a place, a gap, gap stop. Yep. And then once once you can purchase the RS4, you do that. Yeah. And if you like the S4 experience, you're gonna love the RS4, right? I right. Mean, it's like yeah, everything is improved. I mean, you have better suspension, more power. Yeah. Better brakes, all that good stuff. And they look way cooler, <laughs> for sure. Let's see. So uh -oh, okay. So, Ren's Burger, I guess is how you say it. On a recent podcast, Lane had a uh, disparaging tone when he mentions Summitomo tires. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with a lower price tire uh, if the use is only six months of, uh, of the year? Why the lane hate? Are you driving like a total grandma those six months out of the year? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, do you, don't you? Six months is half the year, right? <laughs> you do not. Do, Isn't do that not, a long time? Do you not need better braking? Do you not need like better <laughs> turning? Do you not need be better everything? Better, like, yeah, quieter tire, more grip. Like, do you? Uh, yeah, I don't like, understand. That's a weird thing to say. Like, I'm only driving them on a six months a year. So you mean half the year I'm driving on them? Yeah. Like, w then here's my thought on that is like. Like Phil from BRZO, I would, like he put the Summitomos on his 911 yep. Turbo. Mm -hmm. And you're like, then why do you have a 911 Turbo, dude? <laughs> like, why'd you buy this expensive, this car that's like, you know, like it's like the ultimate, like, why do you buy this car that like all this money's been put into like suspension, how it handles, all this stuff. You have tons of power, you have all this grip. And then you're going to go and like the, the thing that is contacting the road. Mm hmm. And like basically transmits power and brakes and everything to the ground. Yep. You're going to go and put just like put shitty, uh, uh, like the crappiest you can 
for like a very small difference really in in money like a couple yeah. hundred bucks yeah so over a couple hundred then why did you buy this expensive car you should just go buy like go drive a ford fiesta around then yeah with good tires so i'll say this Rensberger has got a 944 as his avatar photo so i'm assuming that he i mean he's talking about tires for his 944 which are significantly less expensive right i mean this it's probably got 15s on there or something um i do imagine that phil's tires i mean they're wide and all that like it wouldn't be as inexpensive um or it would it would yeah it would be even, a bigger jump even but... a more more reason to have a better tire though on an, exp on an expensive car yeah he's not like basically you're limiting everything that the car you're compromising the car significantly yeah. right because like the car is designed for to break like to do this to accelerate this fast to do all that and so you're totally limiting it no i'm I, i'm 100 on board with that no doubt and six months out of the year that's a long time so i don't know i just think you should have like it, and it's not it's not like the price point like if the Summitomo tires were like if they were good and they were really cheap then mm -hmm. i'd be all for them but right. i think you could buy like and if you want to go with a cheaper tire like go with a hankook or something like that yeah there's some go, good, they're, there's, they're, they're good falcons there's definitely there. some good tires out there you can get yeah but like there's like the michelin pirelli kind of top tier tires and then you go down and there's tons of choices in that kind of like low mid-range like yeah you know falcons yeah even Tomo. yokohamas are usually yokohamas. pretty reasonably priced but i mean you're gonna get i i a falcon a even like falcon. dunlop you can get deals on dunlops or whatever you know like, yeah there's a bunch of yeah sumitomos are they're i don't know i've i've i had bad yeah. experiences so much i had one set on my 928 i did one track day and um i had to like over inflate them i had to inflate them up to like 50 pounds to even fucking go through a turn without washing out like, oh yeah they're they terrible. just had the weakest <laughs> sidewall um I just hated them and I've driven other cars with them and they, you know, it's kind of like all seasons. They don't, they don't grip in, in the wet. They don't grip in the dry. They don't do anything good. Yeah. The, the top of the line Sumitomo, which is the HTR Z3 is like as good as like a Falcon, like the, like the bottom of the line, high performance Falcon. Right. Like, and so, mm -hmm. and, but I mean, like I don't I I don't see like for me I can't justify it at all like what that's the last place you want to compromise yeah. you know, back like, when I had some Thomas I think I had the HTRZs just which the original ones yeah what the original ones they were just the the worst dude yeah that's definitely the last place you want to compromise especially for six months of the year like it's yeah. like oh shit I need to get through this to the next paycheck and I'll just like deal with it but like to actually commit to having those and that probably means he's going to have them the following year right like yeah. after that because he's, well yeah exactly he's moving to snows no, you're going to have them for a long time <laughs> he's moving to snows and then he's going to put these back on as they're degrading because they're older and they're going to go through sitting on a stacked up in the corner in in cold weather yeah like it's just like bad all around yeah and i've made those you know i remember making a couple of those mistakes when i was commuting like crazy um at one point i think i accidentally ordered or no i just thought oh it doesn't matter i'll just get these i got some all seasons <clears throat> thinking oh it doesn't matter like i'm you know it's gonna be winter anyways and i burn through tires every five months so it'll be fine i got um i got hankook uh the V12, uh, right? V12 all seasons though, mm -hmm. not okay. the Evo twos. Oh, okay. like, I got the the new all seasons that came out. They were and I had Evo twos on it before, oh, okay. like and uh, or Evos or whatever they are. Um, but the all seasons, like I was like sliding all over the road, and it was so frustrating to burn through those tires. And I think <laughs> I like prematurely just ditched them and bought new tires. Yeah. Be, and the reason I bought those because they were like super cheap. You know, I went, I bought them for the wrong reasons, basically. Yeah. Like price, 
I don't know. I'm sure you could spring for a little better tire. Yeah, the way I always, I always just don't go it, to like, what... don't go to the movies. Like, just know, to, just cut back on that extra Starbucks every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like buying like six dollar lattes. It's like, like there's like ways. I mean, like if you're yeah, like, but those t- tires are ten dollars cheaper each. You're <laughs> so, like, <"All> right. <laughs> so what do we have? Uh, Yeti Overland. Why does paternity leave? Wait, what? Why does paternity leave this last week? Hmm? And An upcoming, upcoming week. week. Make me oh, to detail, <laughs> wash, wax my wife's car. Whoa, I don't know, dude. Uh, okay, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You got free time. You want? I mean, is, I, I'm guessing his wife's car is like pretty, pretty gross. And now dude, that's gonna that take you a long time. He's got free time, and um, you know, if he's not watching the baby, um. I don't know. Go for it. Why not? Oh, he's basically saying he doesn't want to be. He's bored. He's bored. You know, because yeah. you have the. Th- you you have, are bored. You're basically you feed the kid. You you change yeah. the diaper. You and he's napping. Yeah. And you have a lot of free time. I'm guessing the baby boy or girl is pretty. Um, yeah, they're kind of boring at that age. You know, they don't do much. Yeah, they're just they eat shit and sleep. Yeah. So yeah, do that, man. That's cool. I'm sure she'd she'd appreciate it. Rolling in a clean, freshly waxed car. And that wax will preserve the coat or the uh, the condition. What is it? Con- uh, the paint, so you can just uh, spray it off. Stephen Powling, yeah, go to AutoWorks Detailing. Um, get your car washed if you're in the San Francisco area. <laughs> Check them out. Uh, Stephen Powling says, continuing on from the trends and the questions last week. What do you guys see being the new trends for the next 10 years? Electric conversion kits for older cars, maybe? Or in 10 years, will we be looking at 2000 to 2010 model years the same as we look at Radwood era cars now? Oh, that's hard. I wonder, I don't think we're going to be looking at, I definitely, I mean, the, the second part, I don't think we're going to be looking at 2000 to 2010 models the same as we do now, um, as we look at Radwood cars now, because I just don't think, for the most part, I could be wrong, but for the most part, I don't think these cars, the cars from 2000 to 2010 have much of a personality. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, but like they're not very a, distinctive. But I'm thinking, is there a, a, a nostalgia element here for the people that are? You know, I know, but what nostalgia? That's what I'm saying. Like to have that nostalgia, don't you think you have to have like some polarizing stuff, like a Plymouth Prowler? Oh, I'm just saying, like um, a lot of the '80s stuff we gravitate towards is like, oh, that's so '80s. Look at the digital dash, or oh, mm. box flares are awesome. Like, you know, mm-hmm. E30, M3, 944, uh, kind of little, like it's stuff like that. I, I don't know. I guess yeah. the 90s lost a lot of that and we have nostalgia towards 90s cars. But yeah. Yeah. I think like it's almost not like as strong. I, I, yeah, I see what you mean. I think like it's, it's, um, you know how like it, you know how like it skips decades. Um, I'm just trying to think of what was like. Well, because I'm thinking like early 2000s, and like there is something there for like think like E39 M5. They're or, good. I think they're good cars. So they're good cars, right? And then like, but also like the kid that was in high school in 2008, right? Like, yeah. and so like he was in high school in 2008, and he really wanted to get 
whatever i mean let's WRX a, a wrx or that sti i mean they have appeal now but i think in the future so you start like to pick those cool cars that you that, you know just as a kid right yeah you, there's always gonna, there i'm you're right because the, there's always the stuff like the cool stuff yeah there was cool when it's new and it's going to be cool in 20 years it's right? like a revolving door kind of thing right it's just going to yeah. continue and and you know people will continue to have like it's just there right the nostalgia remembering what you were interested in as a kid and then you can actually afford now because you have a job and like you know you're established and all that but um yeah i don't know i mean there's something we'd like to think that there's something special culturally about the 80s right in the early 90s and like i think there was more culture around it like because there's like okay like yeah do you remember when 2008 when we're wearing what i don't know like no that's the thing that's that's what i'm kind of was there something that was super polarizing i don't know like but even the 90s kind of loses a lot of that too i don't think the 90s had much of a personality yeah the early early 90s were 80s yeah Right, so like, like an, it was definitely like an extension. Early sure. '90s was like Saved by the Bell and stuff, which is like eight, what we think of like '80s style. Mm. Uh, just bag your jeans, as opposed to tight ones. I mean, the, but the colors are there, and you got the yeah, yeah. like the neons and all that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, the other question though, the electric conversion kits, like absolutely that's going to continue to happen and i also think that there's going to be a trend of like modern power plants on older cars so doing like the you know of course the ls's are one of them but like you know as as uh, right now we're, we're we're starting to reach like the peak efficiency of like the internal combustion engine mm-hmm. and so we're going to start to see that a lot more before they phase them out like right? newer combustion engines and right. older. i mean that's already kind of happening with like just ls swaps right For sure that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. ls is one of them but i think it'll be it'll extend into you know volkswagen and like yeah. if you, as people want to well, keep things like so um on, on the same brand and like all that yeah like joe was um joe who's gonna be on sunday's podcast was talking about how his friend he just gave his friend or sold his friend a 73 bavaria and the guy is gonna do a um ford ecoboost four-cylinder swap into it whoa Interesting. So, like the two point three liter, I guess that is. I don't know which one. There's a couple mm. EcoBoosts, right? Mm. But I imagine it's like, you know, like the Focus or Mustang EcoBoost motors. So you can get like over three hundred horsepower. Out yeah, of those really and... efficient, and like the w- the weight distribution is totally different. It's like way back, way lighter, mm-hmm. uh, way way better fuel economy, like yeah. and reliability. And you have also like it's you can plug in a computer and know what's up with it. Right. Like, so if something goes wrong, you can plug it in. And so you have that benefit as well. Um, and I think yeah, over, over the, uh, I think in the next 10 years, maybe even longer, uh, there will be less and less, unfortunately less, uh, support, uh, for the older cars. Right. And yeah. that, that will become more obsolete and the cars that can be plugged into a computer are probably going to be easier to repair because I think it's you know, almost getting, it's already getting that way. Where like, I think about cars I want and then I'm like, where, who would I have repair that? Mm. who would i have work on that yeah like no a lot of mechanics don't like working on cars they like plugging them into the computer and replacing parts yeah but they don't actually they're not good at diagnosing stuff these days mm. yeah, it's because totally it's not that's like an old school art right dude i mean the, that's the, like the main art of a real good mechanic i think oh yeah like through the that's what they say right like they can look at your spark plugs and tell yeah. you like what's whatever and like dude it's crazy how like i went through the whole carbureted thing right and like that experience alone was gnarly like i yeah I no one through, would work on it no one like i even like the best of the best that i was sent to right like they build race cars and shit they're like you know what like i'll do one of those cars at 
out of like my entire shop maybe and like i don't even have all the parts anymore to work or the tools to work on those things anymore like so it's just like this whole thing right like yeah they're they're slowly becoming like less like i just obsolete really right like yeah you have to be willing to like put in the time and yeah or and, learn to work on them right unless yeah and like i feel like there's very few niches like that where it's like you have very high dollar of cars right so like the concour stuff that like have like those three guys in the world that you send it to mm -hmm. the canepas of the world yeah and you have to <laughs> be willing to shell out that money too exactly or have the money to put out you know indeed but i think the modernization of of older cars through like better brakes and like safety equipment oh, and dude, stuff like yeah. that like we'll start to see more of that and i think I don't know. Like I've noticed, especially if you saw the la last year at SEMA, like there was a trend of doing that without making it look very obvious. They're not. They're not doing. Yeah, for a while there, the retro mod, the or resto whatever, mod, yeah. resto mod was all about putting like the biggest wheels you could on a '68 Camaro. Now yep. it's about kind of like hiding the big brake kits behind right. stock-looking wheels that are maybe one size bigger because they mm -hmm. have to f clear the brakes, but they don't yep. want to even. They don't want to shout that it's been modified. Yeah. You know, they try and make it look as stock as possible. And it's all about, it's all about like executing how well you can hide mm -hmm. these mods, really. Yeah. I think, which that's, is, I think that's really cool. It's super opinion. cool. Yeah. I love it. I think that's great. Uh, so we have one question. <laughs> the last one that was related to that other Vin, Diesel, Vin Diesel one Mr. Red. Best car movie ever that does have Vin Diesel in it. Isn't <laughs> I mean Was there cars in that in the Tooth Fairy? What about Triple X? Wasn't the, Was he in those or was uh, Oh, was he? Dude, the, those were I don't remember if they were good or not. I just remember that a he lot of explosions. Though, right? Yeah. A lot of explosions, a lot of over the top. Didn't Ice Cube like take over that franchise? Did he? I don't know. I didn't keep up. I, I saw it on a bus in Mexico. I was like literally on one, one of those yeah. buses traveling across the country. Like maybe those are better than passing periods. I remember um, I was taking, I was sleeping. It was a long bus ride across Mexico and um, I was sleeping. I woke up, the TV was on above me and it was a scene where Vin Diesel had jumped over like, it was like this huge gap, like Evil Knievel style. Um, and of course explosions underneath him. Uh, he, I don't know what this, all the motorcycles or the bike guys will know this trick, but he basically lets go of the, of the motorcycle holds onto the back, the tail end of the motorcycle Oh yeah. looks over his shoulder and kills like 10 guys with, 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 yeah. you know, he's holding on with his left hand, shoots him with his right hand over his shoulder and then pulls the motorcycle back and lands beautifully. Right. Uh -huh. Like a lot of that. So, so. <laughs> um, but, uh, fast and furious one. One and Tokyo Drift. Oh, yeah. Tokyo Tokyo's Drift was really good. Wait, was he in Tokyo Drift? Hell yeah, at the very, very end, remember? Oh, barely, though. <laughs> he was definitely in it. That was, that was Han's movie. Remember at the end, like, where, like, they're in the parking garage, and, like, they're like, oh, like, you know, like... Yeah, and he's, like, the legend. He's like, oh, Vin Diesel's here. Yeah, exactly, and they're all walking up, and, like, then, like, it's, Does, like, the last... Does he have an RX-7? No, it? he's got the... the, was it the Oh, he has like a Challenger or Charger. Or yeah. Whatever. So that yeah, I think it's the Charger. Shit. So the Challenger has the hideaway lights. I have no idea. And the Charger all looks I know is more the, like a road. All runner. I know is the new cars. Challenger is the two door. Charger is the four door. But I just remember that one of them looks like a like a Roadrunner or Hemi Cuda, and I think that's the Charger. And the Challenger is the one with the hideaway lights. Yeah, that's all I remember. Hey, Mopar or no car. That's <laughs> I all I know. <laughs> exactly. So that's it. Those are all that's the questions. That's a Thursday show indeed um yeah well i guess we'll see you guys next week hopefully we'll have more of us on here to answer questions 
but I think, uh, you know, give a little gar- golf clap for Art and I. Yeah. For getting through this. Killed um, thanks for listening. We'll talk in your ears next week. Later. Later. Six months is half the year, right? You do not. Do, Isn't do that not, a long time? Do you not need better braking? Do you not need like better <laughs> turning? Do you not need be- better everything?